The following show is sponsored by... Hello, I'm Dr. Hoetze. Become the man God wants you to be. Our program for men will help you put a tiger back in your tank during these trying times. Contact us at the Hoetze Health and Wellness Center for a complimentary wellness consultation. Get your energy back so we can take our country back. The global currency collapse will wipe out the dollar and many other assets. And the only things that will maintain value during the global debt reset are those with intrinsic value. The Treasure Island Coins and Precious Metals Company is my go-to source for physical precious metals and why they're the official sponsor of Brighteon.tv. Brighteonmetals.com. SAT123.com. They have put together a really incredible package, emergency backup communication systems, power systems. We've got sat phones and you need to be able to function even when the power grid goes down. You need to know about this equipment. So SAT123.com, folks. And great viewers like you. Hey, good afternoon, Patriots, and welcome to Bards FM here on Brighteon TV. Been gone for a little bit, lots of travel. Uh, last week, lost my voice, so not much I can do except make funny hand gestures at you if I come here on this show. But anyway, lots going on, and really, we, we're going to take a look today at what I would call the last rites of the American empire, and really where that positions us as we head into this season, a season of celebration of life as we watch the death of a nation. It's a difficult time for many to witness that, and yet it's probably the greatest thing that could ever happen in our time, to literally be faced with the idea that this nation that was built on the right pillars to begin with, that has been corrupted and hijacked by everything evil, is now at a tipping point. And that tipping point is going to hinge a lot on how we walk forward in our faith, how we walk forward in our commitment to uh, waging war against the principalities and ultimately bringing this nation back to the throne of God. We'll be right back after these messages. Here's how to make a healthy magnesium smoothie. Here are the ingredients using some of our products from healthrangerstore.com.
Simply pour all ingredients in a blender and blend until combined. For more recipes, products and more, please visit our store at healthrangerstore.com. This was made possible by Brighteon.com. After being deplatformed by YouTube, I built Brighteon.com so that we can speak. All voices of dissent are welcome. Join Brighteon.com now, post your videos today, and start building an audience there where you will not be censored. Brighteon.com I'm an American patriot and I love watching Brighteon TV. One of the euthanasia capitals of the world, Canada, is back in the news for the high number of citizens that die throughout the country via assisted suicide every single day. According to the latest figures, 36 Canadians die every single day with the help of a government-approved doctor. In fact, euthanasia is now so popular in Canada that it makes up 4.1% of deaths nationwide. This is a significant increase since 2021 when just 3.3% of Canadian deaths every year were the result of euthanasia. The fourth annual report on medical assistance in dying, or made for short, for 2022, which was just released last month, states that since 2016, euthanasia has claimed the lives of almost 45,000 Canadians. MAID was legalized in 2016, by the way. That year, 1,018 Canadians chose to die under the program. Just six years later in 2022, that annual figure of Canadian euthanasia deaths skyrocketed to 13,241 people, which works out to about 36 euthanasia deaths daily throughout Canada. Hey, Patriots, welcome back here to uh, Brighty on TV and Bards FM podcast. Um, we are in an interesting period, and obviously we are a world run by psychopaths, and psychopaths like to uh, do psychopathic things. Uh, one of the big concerns right now we've had for a long time is the EMP shield or the EMP attack, which would require to have an EMP shield. And if you have any doubt about that, Pentagon now is authorized, is being requesting authorization to develop EMP weapons for drone swarms. So we only see this escalation of this and what this can ultimately mean down the road, especially as the war is being pivoted from uh, global to domestic as all the, the policies of this tyrannical government are lining up to be turned Americans into the biggest criminals in the world, especially gun owners. So you wanna head over to empshield.com, empshield.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, you'll get $50 off and free shipping. It's a fantastic product. It's one that's been designed by a, by veterans 
veteran-owned company to address these extreme risks of EMP level one, two, and three, also uh, a lightning strikes and uh, solar flares. It's been tested at the best labs, and it has such an amazing uh, resource pool, resource database on the site, and it's 100% American-made. So if you head on over there and you check out the resource database, you're going to be able to find installation, the heavy documentation on installation, warranties, also all the documentation on certification. It's a great product. I have them on my vehicle, my ATVs, the, uh, the house. It's great insurance policy. You just don't know what they're going to do because we are literally dealing with psychopaths. And their greatest thing they can ever imagine doing is taking that power away from us and leaving us stranded at the mercy of them. So again, head on over to empshield.com, empshield.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, and get $50 off and free shipping. It's the best of the best insurance you can have in this time of such uncertainty. So again, empshield.com, promo code BARDS, $50 off and free shipping. All right, Patriots. So you know, this kind of leads into an interesting segue that I'm going to start with today. And it was a story that um, we have up here at the ranch. Our, we have an 80 acre piece parcel that's in rural, in rural part of the county. Good, good section of land. I've got my cattle on it, um, which is, I think people have been asking us, I have 16 head of cattle. We've had uh, five, uh, six calves born. One of them died and uh, was died was born weak and then it was killed by coyotes and, and and finished off by the eagles but nonetheless we've got five calves on the ground now so that herd's now grown to 21 and if we continue as we're going we'll end up with 10 more calves so we'll end up with about 31 uh, in a herd which is great and all this is on this 80 acres the, if you are familiar with the Kentrell family they are a, a ministry family that's move, moving across the country they were part of the trail of of tears, which they were praying when working a deliverance and uh, revival on to turn it into the trail of joy. They spent a year doing that across the nation in various revivals all over. And then we've, they, we've got to a point this last year, this just over Thanksgiving that I invited them up to the property to ask them to settle in here and to be, to stay here while they have their next child. And then to kind of get the children trained on some basic farm skills so that they're prepared to step into ownership of land down the way. The reason I'm leaving this whole story up is last Saturday, um, there was a, a 7.30 at night on a Saturday night. Uh, I was informed that we had no water in the house. Now, our water is based on a well system, so we're off grid. But the problem with that well system is it's completely dependent on electrical wells and it's not something i'm happy about we haven't got the upgrades done yet and it's something i'm working on but nonetheless we had no water and they even made this problem more complicated is we had power to the wells the breakers were working but we didn't have what power to the well controllers so there was a lot of question when it happened it turned out to be a transfer switch if you're familiar with those where you run bump your generator off of that had a faulty breaker in it and and it just, again, reminds us of the vulnerability of the systems that we currently are in. We are living in a technological age where we are completely subject to a lot of the uh, unnecessary controls and electronics that ne the older lifestyle never had. We are become very convenience oriented, which has been part of this modern lifestyle to where we seek to do things in a way that is easier, faster, simpler. And in doing so, we, we submit ourselves to the dependency of the technological state. And that leaves us extremely vulnerable to anything that they wish to do 
and the way that uh, methods of control. Now, just as a kind of a finish out on that story, it ended up being an electrical problem, like I said, a breaker, but the troubleshooting took us a, a three or four hours that night to, to get down to I isolate where the three potential aspects of the problem were. One was either at, at the main breaker set, one was either at the sub panel, or it was a, cond a uh, condenser and uh, digital controller system that actually regulated water flow. And we didn't know which one it was. It took two visits. So one, I had to call the pump guys out that had the specifics of this particular pump controller to identify that it was not the pump, pump controller. And then have the electrician come out and to wire and bypass the sub panel for the generator. These things in this day and age, we have become accustomed to houses and, and ways of living that ultimately um, put that burden on us to rely on subcontractors to fix problems that in the past we would have had to fix. And this has created enormous amount of um, dependency on a system where in the past, most of our systems we would try to fix ourselves. And this has even been more complicated by regulations and rules um, that are that exist within the, our societies that constantly force us to get permitting, new requirements, new licensing. It's all about government encroaching on our lives to such a degree and magnitude that we are literally left in such a situation that we do not have the ability to be free. This is only getting worse. And we're in a, a government now that is on full tyrannical mode. It, everything it is doing is seeking to force us into a place of being subservient to them and their, their, their tyrannical state. And that tyrannical state is one that's built on surveillance and it's built on all the tools of war that they've turned against the American public. We are in the death throes of what of our nation. The nation is on a decline and it's anything that with the vestiges that were left or part of the original state of the idea of being the freest nation in the world, being in a place of opportunity and capitalism, it's gone. And you have to, we have to get to the understanding that we're not trying to preserve anything. We are literally having to face either submitting to their will or starting something new. And there is no in-between anymore. Our government has gone full retard. And it is at a point now that even when you look at the bills of the NDAA and a variety of other new bills that are coming out, you're seeing the magnitude of this public-private corporation model, which is a corporatocracy is what it is, to strip away every single opportunity of freedom of this nation. In the NDAA, some of the latest bills, which is an $883 billion bill funding, they have put in more back doors for surveillance of the American public than ever before. And the FBI has already exploited that to the maximum of using that surveillance methods for over 100,000 times in, in one year. So there is no limit to what the government will do because the government is in the position now of preserving itself and rather than you being a will of the people. And that gets us right to the Declaration of Independence that it becomes our, not just our right, but our duty to throw off such forms of government that become a despotic government. That's a tyranny and that's where we are. And we have to start really facing these realities to understand that we are not gonna vote our way out of this. We are not gonna vote our way through this, that every one of these people up there ultimately, ultimately is a corrupt person who's under control of the deep state or has submitted themselves to the control of the deep state and those deep states are who? What, is, what, what does that represent? It, it elevates up to the criminal class that runs the world. Banksters, mafia elite, the uh, Kazarian mafia, the, the, what they also known as, as the red Jews. This is uh, Ashkenazi Jews. This is a whole network of global people that have worked together over years with secret societies to bring us all into, under their submissive control.
And what they are most afraid of right now is that we are not going to obey their rules and be submissive to what they want next, which is a global one world order. And the only way you get to a global one world order ultimately is to take away the rights of property and to submit people to the will of the government. So the government becomes an agency of control and tyranny over the people as the corporations become the, the masters of all things. And this is the way in which we are now, a world in which we are now being thrust into at a high rate of speed and seemingly without any control of our own. And the reason that is coming about is because we have long ago given up our rights and authorities of who we really are. And it's time we take them back. The fight that we're in right now ultimately is not going to be fought and won by guns. It may have out elements of that to where we have to take stands to literally pull out the muskets and pull out the swords to take that stand and to, to fight those fights on a select basis. But the real fight that we're facing is a pivot that we have to get back the will of the American people and understand that we're fighting a spiritual fight first and foremost that has seized control over our spiritual rights and authorities and that we have given away. And when we start to pivot into that understanding of what we've given away, we start to reclaim the true authority of who we are. And we are the, we are the children of the Most High, which is an amazing thought in itself, but we are living like paupers and slaves under a system that is designed specifically to exploit us. And the way that it's exploiting us is to use those things in our desires in, in, in a way that we want the most. But we have given up, we have more rights now to be surveilled than we have rights to speak, speak freely. We have more rights right now to, <laughs> if you don't hear those kids in the background, then uh, you've missed the whole day here, I'll tell you right now. Anyway, we'll continue. Um, we have police that have become the police, we have a police state that has now taken over and to literally control everything that we do in every aspect. We've added IRS agents to increase the arrests for not paying taxes. Everything about this state is punitive and exploitative. And it's designed specifically to try to milk out and wrench out every little bit of life left in the human beings in this country, while the impact taxpaying Americans bear the burden for the new class of people that they're rushing in. And who are they? Those are the people flooding across the border. That's the replacement class. That's the replacement population for what's happening. And why is it happening this way? Because this is how you defeat a nation that has a strong will and a strong will of independence. Here's how it works. You attack as they did with us. You attack over the years of the breakdown of the family. And as you just lodge and undermine the family, the family unit that used to be so strong and a, pin, a pivot point for the American strength goes from being large families of 10, 12, 8, 7, down to a nuclear family of two, two children and two adults. You move them into the suburbs. You get them off the land. So they're no longer working to on the farms. They're no longer earning their living. This tied to the land. They're no longer being self-sufficient. Now they become dependent on a grocery store system. They can be dependent on a food chain system that's not theirs, on supply chain logistics, on everything. And we become, instead of becoming producers, we become consumers. The idea of becoming a manufacturing society gets stripped away. And that happens over a process of years that no longer do we manufacture everything, but now we manufacture, quote, ideas. So we shift from being a manufacturing society to be an intellectual property society. And then we go after the freedom of the individual. And that centers on one of the most narcotic aspects of any, any society can be, can be exploited to, and that is sex. You promote the free sex movement, which comes in the 60s. You break down the idea of, of, a, of a true morality and sexuality where anything goes. 
Alfred Kinsey is one of those main voices in that time, followed by Stanger, who pushes out the Planned Parenthood. And with that, you continue to push the policies of family planning, which go into this, which are really masked as eugenics. So you push birth control, you push limiting your children that you have each month, you push abortion. Eventually you get to permanent birth control, which is the vasectomies and the, and the hysterectomies and, and tube tying of women to where you truly limit the ability for a population to reproduce. Then you roll out COVID con. You create mass hysteria, hysteria and fear in a, in a public where it creates a psychosis of fear and is so afraid that they literally people willfully obey every single word of the government. And you get them to such an agitated and, and state of fear that then you tell them to roll up their sleeve and take an injection. What's in that injection? Everything bad. It increases cancers. It increases heart, heart issues like myocarditis. It causes brain problems. It causes H, uh, immune deficiency problems. It also causes all sorts of behavioral changes because of what's in the thing. And then there's these hidden little nuggets that's in there, things like mRNA and other aspects of it that can be triggered from a distance. And they start to set the, the base layer for transitioning people to the transhumanist model. All of this is the submissive model that little by little people have lost their will to live. And they've lost their freedom to live because the deep state has now taken away from them phase by phase. Those that have refused to take the injection, those that are starting to voice out, they become the enemies of the state. And the rest of them that took it also have another little package of benefit that comes with it, which is a large percentage of people that have been taking the vax become sterilized or they become, they become corrupted in their DNA so that no longer can they bear children. That leads, a, leads to a need or leads to a more rapid decline of the population while they flood in the new population across the border in mass. And while Americans are trying to reel with this surviving, trying to pay their taxes and being loyal citizens to a tyrannical state who is using that money to fund the insurgency against them, the level of, of corruption continues at astronomic level and the march against the public accelerates at a phenomenal level, almost exponentially. We end up in a situation where truly we are in a crisis now, right now, where the number of people that are unvaxxed, the number of people that are clear thinking, the number of people that can truly see the way forward gets us back to the revolutionary period of what we call the three percenters. It is literally that few on the scale of the many that we have here that are able to start seeing the way forward and being able to take a stand that have not been corrupted by the various aspects of this society and this tyrannical government. The final coup d'etat of all of this then will be some sort of insurgency within violence in a mass scale like you've seen in Gaza. And to try to bring that violence to every town and every city to where the overwhelming level of violence will finally break the will of the American public as the new army is, is built on, because it can't meet its recruitment, is built on the illegal aliens that have no understanding of the Declaration of Independence, Constitution, or Bill of Rights. The police are changed in the same nature. They start to allow illegal aliens to replace the police in ranks. And we see that local gangsters start to take over local governments. And pretty soon we become a criminalized country that is run by criminalized class. And what was the mightiness of America becomes a, a country of a third world country working in perpetual terror and submission to a tyranny that goes from the top to the bottom. It's a dark story. And unfortunately, that's where we are. And it's happened because we as Americans have gone along with the belief that politics will change things. We go along with the belief that somehow by doing a vote, 
that we are going to be able to fix things. And if it doesn't work this time, then we'll wait four more years and do it again. And we just keep repeating the same game as they know very, very well that they've got us completely under their control. Everything in this system is rigged. It's rigged for them to win every single time. And we keep buying into the same game. And we keep telling ourselves it can't be that bad. We keep telling ourselves that it's another day. We can do better. We can do something else. And they've corrupted everything. Our churches that used to be the foundation of strength and voice against tyranny have become a voice for tyranny. Look at the number of churches that promoted COVID. Look at the number of churches that promoted the vax. Look at the number of churches that agreed with the mandate of masks and shut their doors. Churches have been sold out, broken. They were the pinnacle pillar of strength in our nation when we began this country. 200 plus, 250 plus years later, roughly, we end up with a situation where our churches have become the tool of the state to control the people. We have lost the strengths of the voices that we needed to keep freedom and to keep this independent republic alive. And that's going to fall on the few now to rebuild from the, from the bottom up. This tyranny is not going to stop. The tyranny is on the march. It's continuing on the march. And it will continue to push forward aggressively and to try to control and ultimately eliminate everybody in the system. And the idea is ultimately that every American that has a voice of, of dissent will be rounded up or killed so that there is no more issue anymore for the deep state to worry about. And they're looking at this in a generational fight. They are worried about this generation, my generation, my generation that has said enough is enough. Because what we do is we inoculate the idea of freedom and liberty to a younger generation that has been isolated from it and worse yet have been indoctrinated into the cult of belief that the state is truly its parent and its caretaker. Our state right now is the most tyrannical state in the world, nearly. And it's worse than many because it has a, it has a, a literally a, a spell cast across this entire nation for people to believe that it's still a nation of freedom, that it's better than other places, that there's more freedom and opportunity here than anywhere else. This is the great lie. And it's the great lie that they keep feeding us and they do it over and over and over because they need people to be obedient to the rules which they pass. And they keep doing this in secret. They hide the rules behind things. They bury them in policies and big, big bills. 63,000 pages of something here that they bury some certain clause in that gives them authority to run amok over the entire rules and systems that we have. They've just passed a new bill that buried in it is an authority for Wall Street to now seize and take control of all public lands is another example. And then to be able to leverage that to take control over private lands. Everything to their is about them seizing control and stripping the rights of ownership from the people, which was a pillar of ownership, was the pillar of our success in this nation. The founding fathers knew it. But we're giving it away. And we're giving it away because we're not being strong enough against the deep state. We're wringing our hands and wondering what we can do. We're asking ourselves how we can fight. And we're becoming overwhelmed by a war that is not just stealing our lives, but it's stealing the futures of our children and our birthrights given to us by God. So it's time now that we make a pivot. And the pivot has to be a hard pivot to start understanding that this is a real war. It's not too late, but it is uh, the critical hours upon us that if we don't start understanding what is before us, we will lose everything. And so that's a pretty heavy message going into the season of life. But it's one that we have to start facing with realism. It's nice to be in a holiday and celebrate. And I all agree with the time and family and celebrating our Lord, celebrating Jesus, our Savior, all of this. But realism is realism and truth is truth. 
And you just can't sidestep it in the season to bury it with a bunch of gingerbread cookies and think it's going to go away because it's not. In fact, the one big distraction that's on the docket now is this distraction that they're starting, which is going to be to start talking about impeaching Joe Biden. And they're doing it on the holidays for a particular reason, is they want you to look there. They want you to look away. They want you to be divided in families as you come together because some will be pro-Biden and some will be against Biden. And they want you to start having these divisive conversations at the dinner table for something that makes no difference. Biden's already out of the play. He's, if he's even alive, what is left of Biden is just a hand puppet for the deep state. But they want you to be divided. And they will constantly push for that division over and over and over as they move in a more strategic way to seize control of everything that we know. Everything that we value is in terms of private ownership is about ready to change unless we put our foot down. And if they seize control of all private ownership and take control in the corporate state, call it whatever you want, the end of the day is that Americans lose one of the most valuable, most precious aspects of fighting against this, 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 this government. And that's the right to own anything. And that's exactly what they promised. They will take it all away. We'll be right back after these messages. Here's how to make your own 100% organic cold brew coffee using certified organic coffee beans from healthrangerstore.com. For more products, please visit our store at healthrangerstore.com. This was made possible by Brighteon.com. After being deplatformed by YouTube, I built Brighteon.com so that we can speak. All voices of dissent are welcome. Join Brighteon.com now, post your videos today, and start building an audience there where you will not be censored. Brighteon.com. Hey, this is Robert Scott Bell from The Robert Scott Bell Show. We love the uncensored truth that we get on Brideon.tv and on Brideon Radio. So tune in and be part of that truth. Recently, an Oregon high school apologized after a Christmas tree triggered a resident who said the display was not inclusive to other religions. The guy said, our understanding is that, number one, there's a separation of church and state, and that, number two, it seems very exclusionary to a lot of people who don't celebrate Christmas. First, I can cite court case after court case in which the Supreme Court said this is a Christian nation. Second, it seems this resident is clueless about the First Amendment, which says Congress shall make no law regarding the establishment of religion, which at the time of our founding meant denomination. It doesn't say anything about schools putting up Christmas trees. It simply says Congress shall make no law establishing a national denomination. No such law has been made. Therefore, no constitution has been violated. Third, when schools celebrate Pride Month, isn't that exclusionary to a whole lot of Americans who believe that homosexuality is a sin? Why isn't this guy complaining about that? Merry Christmas, everyone. Here's how to make a toasty coconut protein latte using products from healthrangerstore.com. Here are the ingredients. 
Simply blend all ingredients together carefully in a heat-proof cup. For more recipes and some of the best products, please visit healthrangerstore.com. Hey, Patriots, we're back here with Bards FM here on Bright Channel TV. Look, this is a time of year when so much is going on. We've got family, we've got guests, we've got events in the world. Depends on what your work is. A lot of people are working long hours. Make sure you're getting a good night's sleep. And the best way to do that is to get the best pillow on the market and to get the best sleep products on the market. And that all comes from MyPillow.com. So if you head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, you're going to find all sorts of amazing deals right now. My new latest favorite is the MyPillow 2.0, but there's so many other things to take a look at, and it's such a great time to buy these things for Christmas and for gifts, especially for family members. If you have some that are not quite awake yet, you can provide them with such amazing aspects and amazing, amazing gifts to wake them up and know that they, when they see Mike Lindell's name on it, they will literally become triggered and have and give them a gift of becoming slowly and steadily awake. That's a great Christmas gift. So head on over to mypillow.com forward slash bars, promo code bars, B-A-R-D-S. Take advantage of the incredible savings that are out there. And this is all direct to the consumer. Mike Lindell has run an amazing company. This is, they have been steadfast in, in supporting Patriot causes. And they're just an overall great company, great quality products. And just things, you once you have them, you can't live without them. So I'm a steadfast believer in MyPillow. As you know, I've supported MyPillow and promoted MyPillow for almost two years now, and I'll continue to do so. They never, ever stop uh, supporting what we're doing and as a Patriot movement, and they continue to produce fantastic products for, for the price. So again, mypillow.com forward slash bars, promo code bars. This is the time of year to stock up, get the great gifts, provide them for the family, get extra pillows. And I'm telling you, I'm, I'm glad lately I bought extra pillows because we have our guests here for a while. And it's nice to have extra my pillows, but you want as many of them as you can. So anyway, mypillow.com forward slash bards, promo code bards. You won't be disappointed. All right, patriots. So much of this problem that we're in right now comes from our simple fact that we often don't know how to fight. And how to fight is a big deal. And it's it's a challenging space that we get into because so much of the way we see the fight is from what we'll call the dirt world, our world, the physical world around us. And this world that we're in right now is not the primary battleground. And this is why we are having a hard time. They want us focused in this world. They want us focused in this illusion. This illusion is that the material things around us are the reality which we are. And you're, to get the headset here, you have to understand that that's an, a, complete, a complete inversion to what we're being told. We are not of this world. We are told this over and over. And we, yet we live in this world and we get anchored in this world and the physicality of this world becomes our true and only reality that we see and appreciate. So much of that comes from our disconnection with God. So much of that comes from our obsession with material things or the corruption in our soul and our spirit. The, the, the absolute sub 
inundation of sexual images all the time, the, the various ad addictions and drugs that we take that cause all sorts of neurological and physio physiological problems. It is a constant war against us because those that are pulling the strings on this know who we are and know what we're capable of and they fear it. And so they do everything they can to suppress us, destroy us, and ultimately have us use our own authorities to lead us to our demise. This evil does not have authority here. We do. But they operate under the principle that we give them authority and we do it all the time. We do it by agreeing to their spellcasting. We do it by agreeing to their policies without, without resistance. We do it by applying and complying with the rules they put before us and in doing so, giving, our, giving the formal agreement to participate in the things that are against the very nature of who we are. It's all over. And we're not aware enough and we're not working hard enough to stop it. We have to start pivoting this war and beginning to understand that every single person out here has a war to wage. And it doesn't begin with a gun. It doesn't begin with kicking indoors. It doesn't begin with, with this sort of revolutionary musket fight that everybody somehow seems to glom onto as the only way to fight this war. It begins in the spiritual realm. And we have to start understanding that in order to win, we have to pivot our thinking from the physical world which will into the kingdom world and fight from kingdom. Christ gave us victory. He gave us victory on the cross. And one of the greatest illusions, the greatest psyops ever waged is when they pivoted the idea of the in religion that we were in an end times place that the only way we'd be saved is if Christ made his return. Now, there's an easy way to walk through that that just shows the fallacy of that argument. We are accountable for all things in our life after our death. We, when we face God, we are fair, accountable for every thought, every word, every action, every breath that we take. And that is essentially the fire of refinement right there, and the fire of judgment. Everything that was not of God will be burned away, and whatever is left is there is what we have for eternity. Now, the idea behind this end times theory is that Jesus will come and save us. It's the only way through it. So the question is, what's our purpose here? Why do we even bother? And what ends up happening is we live a life for ourselves, for our material things, for the consumption of the now, just with this idea that we're going to just endure this time somehow and get through it unless we're unless we're saved out of here by Jesus. And since that isn't happening, then whatever we're ending up with is it's going to be the best life we possibly can live here and go on and, and go on to heaven. That leaves us with very little in heaven, by the way, very little in the treasures of heaven that we invested when we live that way. And that's exactly one of the biggest traps out here. When we wait for Jesus to come fix a problem that we were given the authorities to fix, what does that say about us? It says that we've been lazy, it says that we've been complacent, and it, said that we, it says that we have not been doing what God tasked us to do, which is significant, which is to occupy, expand, and subdue the enemy. Occupy the earth, expand the kingdom, subdue the enemy. And we're not doing it. When we follow this end times theory of things, we become pew sitters. And we simply become, we mark time in this in this time that we're in, and we don't take the authorities we have to have bring victory into this earth. And that's where we need to be. And we begin by changing that paradigm, by looking at where we are anchoring ourselves. And it's anchoring ourselves deep into kingdom and being able to take a position here where we can start praying into these strongholds. Right now, the war is being waged against us from the principalities beyond our reach. And what we see in the physical world is the manifestation of the, of the spiritual where we are losing the battle. We can't lose that battle anymore. We have to get in there and start fighting. And that means praying into this. One of the greatest weapons we have is prayer. 
and understanding what prayer is doing for us when we come together. Prayer is not just a me thing. And unfortunately, prayer becomes a me thing. God, fix this for me. God, pay this bill for me. God, I'm short on this. God, I need your help for me, for me, for me, for me. We have to start working within the body of Christ to understand the mightiness of prayer. We start looking at waging wars against fortresses. With the tools and the weapons of, of, of the Spirit, we have the ability to tear down fortresses and break strongholds. Those two things are distinctly different. And so the warfare that is waged can be waged every single day. It can be waged all over the globe without limitation of geography. You don't need resources. You don't need extra ammo. You don't need to, but you have to become better in the understanding of the word and better in your prayers to listen and better in your prayers to wage war against an enemy. Take, for example, pedophilia. We know that that's an extension of a deviant class and, and a spiritual war against God's children. It is a war to steal and give God greatest levels of pain by striking a blow towards his, his children that he's sent here to this earth. And the idea is to try to hurt God so severely that somehow God would give in, which he will not. But this is the idea. So as we sit here and we pray, the question is, are you praying every day to break those strongholds of control that are manipulating or controlling the war against children? And that means going into the spiritual realms and, and waging war in spirit to break those controls, to break down those people, to cast out those demons, to bind them and cast them to the lake of to the feet of Jesus. We have this power, but we have to start believing in the power of who we are. We are the sons and daughters of the Most High. We have authorities. Jesus told us that we have authorities to step on snakes and scorpions and authority over all evil, but we don't believe it. We tell ourselves that that's not really what it means, or we try to avoid having to take the accountability, or we just don't understand the magnitude of what that word is. We have authority. We have the, He has told us that you can do all that I do and greater works than he, for I am going to the Father. Father, Greater works. I don't even know what that is, but I know that he's also said that we can do everything he did. That means we can obviously spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. That means that we can heal the sick and the broken. That means that we can cast out demons. That means that we can raise the dead. It even means that we can do as Peter did and walk on water. But people cringe at this because it's like Jesus did that or that's the apostles that did that. Nowhere in there did it say that that was limited to them. Our word is that this is what we are capable of doing, but we have to believe and we have to have a pure heart. And so much of our world has been designed about corrupting our thinking, seeding in doubt, having us live in fear, having us being corrupted with our the sins of, of the visual and the, the, the exploitative and the sexual arousal of women. We know that that's a sin. And yet that's so much of our society. Look at this entire movement that's waged a war against us. This entire movement is identified through their need to be validated towards their sexual deviant practices. Why? Because the more that you can push in the sexual deviance into society, into a main dialogue, the more that it's consuming us in the sins that we're, that we're not supposed to be part of. It consumes us in the overwhelming ideas of what's of sex and the physicality, and it keeps us from the spiritual levels of achievement that are right before us. We are in a world of absolute sickness, a demon, demonic world that seeks to do nothing more than constantly taint us, destroy us, diminish us, and ultimately rape, pillage, and destroy. That's the devil's hand. The question is really, where do you want to walk? We have to start understanding that one of the greatest threats to, to this enemy is the family. And it's not just the family as a nuclear core, but it's a family of unlimited growth. 
God blesses us with the right to bear the right for life, to create life. Men carry the seed, the woman carry the womb to nurture it. He blesses us with life, the creation of life. And in so blessing us, he doesn't put a limit on it and never has. We've been doing that. That comes from the from the whole origins of this eugenics attack on the family to get us to willfully destroy our freedom and our, our natural given right to grow big families. That war has been waged economically, it's been waged on the cultural aspect of the sex revolution, it's been waged on the equality revolution of women and men are made equal, all of these things. And we're even so far off that railroad now and heading off into the deep abyss of hell that now we're being told that men can have babies and that there is no such thing as a woman. Matter of fact, it's birthing people. It's no longer a woman who has a child. We have They have done all of this to distort, corrupt, and totally malign anything that God has ever said. And the most horrible aspect of this is the transgender movement. They are sick. They are demonically possessed. And they are basically saying that by the premise of agreeing in any principle, any aspect that you agree with the transgender movement, you are saying that God in himself is flawed. That God produces people in this world, into this world, and they are imperfect. That God did not know exactly what he was doing. That there was no such thing as a, as a correct sex. That the only way that a gender can be determined is once a child comes to the realization in this world, after being heavily indoctrinated, programmed, and brainwashed by a state that tells them that they're inferior and are not capable of being who they are and should feel guilty about it. The end agenda, that is not what it seems. It's all eugenics. It's all designed to completely maim youth to such a level that they can never reproduce in their life. And the worst part about it is parents are willfully walking their children into that altar of Baal to give the sacrifice of these children to Baal so that they can never, ever reproduce again. And they won't. That's the sickness. So the war that's being waged on this whole thing as we watch the collapse of society and the whole destruction of the family is all designed ultimately to prevent God's children from rising up. But we can change that. And we change it through the authorities that we have by praying into these strongholds, into these principalities, into these fortresses, and destroying them by doing it in where two or three are gathered, praying in and praying mightily. We have It is a constant war that we wage. And we nick away every step that we can, step by step, a constant war that we wage. And as we wage this war over and over and over, we wear down those principalities. I want you to re reflect on the story of Gideon, where they blew the horn, the 300 horns and they broke the 300 pots of light. Effectively, that's what our prayers are doing, is that the sound of the horns that blow across the valley and fields below where the army was rested, sent the army into a complete terror on itself. It's like the demons themselves were dislodged and began to turn on themselves. It's as if the control strings from the, the principalities above were severed and it was left to these demons on their own and they began to turn on each other and fight each other and ravage each other. And then what was left of the army got up and, and ran away. They were in total chaos and that's when the pursuit began and they were able to slay them all. This is the type of warfare we have to return to to understand how to take this nation back. This nation is not going to be taken back through politics. It's not going to be taken back through the actions of a few men on the border. It's not going to be taken by legal actions in the legal realm. It isn't to say that these actions should not continue, but the primary focus of this war is always going to be the spiritual realm first. And then those other actions can follow with success. 
but we have to stay focused on where we are supposed to be fighting. And that's waging war in the principalities beyond our reach. And that is waging war with the power of, the, of prayer, the power of, of, of the focus of where we're led to break these things down, to free them and to free the people that are tied to them. And that gets into deliverance, inner healing. It gets into healing the sick and the broken. All of these things are powerful. But we also need to pray into Holy Spirit and ask Holy Spirit for these gifts to be used most mightily in this time. And in order to get many of these gifts, we have to go through a refinement ourselves. That's sort of refining fires that we have to get to, to where literally the, the silver and the dross, the dross being that excess, that impurity, it has to be burned away. So there's le only left before us a pure silver that God can then reforge and rehammer to such a perfection that we become greater in him and greater in he. Those, that's the process of getting to the place where these gifts and talents become more accessible to us. And these are mighty tools of war, miracle healings. These are things we need to pray into to ask for these gifts, not just expect that they're there or tell yourself that you don't have them. That's a lie. Pray into them so that you understand how to get them, acquire them, and how to learn and use them. Miracle healings are powerful. And you can literally heal somebody right before other people or have a testimony of somebody that was healed. You find miraculous stories coming out of this. People are stunned. They start to ask and look around and say, who is this God? It's like, it's my God. The one God, the true God, the God of hosts. He's also the God of wrath. He's a merciful God, a gracious God, amen. But he's also a God that does not tolerate the continued abuse of his children. We have a powerful position to take right now in this world. And we have an authority to proclaim in this world that shakes the foundations of this world, and we must use it. It's the only way forward. That means we have to also change a paradigm. And this is the one of the big shifting paradigms I'm gonna throw out here today as we begin to wind this down. There are over seven and a half million illegal aliens across this border. They are beginning to fill in the ranks in, in these communities, setting in, and they will begin to fill in the ranks of our military and our police over time. That is by design. There is a naive idea that somehow we're going to round up seven and a half million and send them back across the border because all they'll do is come back. And anyway, it's not going to happen because the longer that they stay, the more embedded they become and the more impossible it becomes to round them up. We have to use them as clay. We have to approach them with the knowledge and the expectation that we need to go to these people and start working with them, start teaching them the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. We need to start leaning into them and bringing them the gospel of Jesus and giving them the demonstrations of miracle healings. You need to be able to bring healing to them, deliverance to them, raising the dead. These things, when you put all this stuff together, we become the, the I, was, I was gonna say mercenaries, and in a certain sense, maybe that's true, but we are definitely become the voices of God that come into this way and fight these people at, their, at where they are, meeting them where they are, waging war against the demonic that's trying to control them, taking them away from that demonic stronghold and bringing them into kingdom, which we represent. And as we use these, these people that are coming across the border as looking at them as new citizens rather than illegal, we begin to convert where they are to where we need them to be. And we gain in the ranks of God's army and we diminish the ranks of evil. That approach is what we would call unconventional warfare at its finest. And that's exactly how you win a fight like this. So there's so much that we can do. There's so much that we have the authorities to do. The question is, do you have the courage to do it? Because we can do this. And it takes war. 
It takes a mindset of war. It takes a mindset of constant fighting. It takes a mindset of never relenting and never quitting. It takes a mindset of pushing into these places where you never thought it was possible to win. But as we do this, and as we do this more and more, we begin to realize how much authority we have. As we fight the war first and foremost in the spirit, and then realize that what we're, where our true victory is being seen is in the physical. But it's where the spirit is first, followed by the physical. So wage war into principalities. Wage war into these areas. Study the idea of spiritual warfare and be aggressive at it because that's where our role is and everybody can participate in it and should on a global level. Let's pray. Father God, we just come to you today very blessed and humbled by all that you give and all that you provide. Just ask that there is a, a blessing and an anointing that comes across anybody right now that has their heart open to hear the Holy Spirit teach them and show them the powers and principles of behind spiritual warfare to guide them in their prayers, to target these strongholds, these fortresses, and to break the chains, break the bonds, and to tear the walls down. Father, we just ask for the tools and understanding of what is here for all that is necessary for us to win, a victory that begins in the spirit that manifests in the flesh. So Father, we just ask that you'll guide us in this hour, raise us up and lift us, and Jesus, just walk alongside of us. Help us see where we need to go. Help us empower our prayers to such a degree that they become lethal, they become destructive to the enemy, and that they glorify God in all things that we do. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Everything we do, glory to God. Everything we do is spiritual first. Everything we do is listening to God in every step and every breath we make. And we start aligning ourselves to that degree, paying attention to all the little things. We truly become the power that God needs us on this ground and part of his enemy, to fight his enemy. We are fighting the shoulder to shoulder, side by side against an enemy that wants to divide us. And we cannot let that division happen. So don't. Stay true in the body of Christ. Focus. Pray into these strongholds. Unite together. Pray together. And we will defeat this enemy together and leave this enemy smote, smothered on the ground, unable to get up and left in disarray. And there, Jesus can do his cleanup out any way he wants. My preference is always going to be send him to the lake of fire. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent, always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you next week, same time, same place, unless we're interrupted by Christmas, which we might be. I'll find out later. But whenever it is, the next time I'm here, until then or until the next time, have a Merry Christmas. God bless and out for now. The preceding show was sponsored by. The global currency collapse will wipe out the dollar and many other assets. And the only things that will maintain value during the global debt reset are those with intrinsic value. The Treasure Island Coins and Precious Metals Company is my go-to source for physical precious metals and why they're the official sponsor of Brighteon.tv. Brighteonmetals.com, SAT123.com. They have put together a really incredible package, emergency backup communication systems, power systems. We've got sat phones and you need to be able to function even when the power grid goes down. You need to know about this equipment. So SAT123.com folks. Here at Brighteon and BrighteonStore.com, we've made it our mission to help you and your loved ones be prepared for any emergency which is why we are dedicated to bringing you a wide selection of ultra-clean and lab-verified superfoods. 
supplements, preparedness items, and other health products. So support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at brighteonstore.com today. Thank you for supporting Brighteon TV. Please consider helping us by making a reoccurring donation at supportbtv.com. Truth matters.